I'm Rick. I'm Sam. Chris. And what are we going to talk about? Uh, 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 the Batman. The Batman. We're going to talk about vengeance. Yeah, who's, ba- who's the, yeah, who's the Batman? <laughs> we'll talk about vengeance. Vengeance. So... I, 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 where should we start with this this movie? It's a, it's a, it's a long movie, so we probably have a well, lot to talk about. Yeah. Well, I guess we can go over kind of the synopsis of 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 the film for those who have not seen it. Yeah. I okay. guess. Cedric Diggory, fresh off the heels of being killed by Voldemort, comes back from the grave as a sparkly vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Only to take up time in a lighthouse and eventually make his way to the mean streets of Gotham as year two Batman. All right. All right. We're there. That's it. We're, we're kind of caught up then. <laughs> the, uh, why do I, sh- should we say whether or not we liked it? Yeah, let's, we, we, we can just go around the horn. And general, general tradition consensus. holds that we start with Sam. Indeed. And, and tradition has to hold. Okay. my Here's my opinion on the Batman, whether or not I liked it or not. Uh, I enjoyed that movie a lot. Um. It did not feel like three a three hour or what is, what is the runtime? A hundred and eighty four minute runtime. It did not feel that way, and uh, I have to give kudos to Mister uh, Pattinson, yeah, for for doing uh, I think doing a, a really good job as the Dark Knight as the detective. So I'm going to start there. <laughs> I've been weighing something and I'm going to go next because okay. I'm butting ahead. Right. Uh, I've been weighing something in my head and uh, I wasn't prepared to say that at the beginning, but I am going to say it now. I think it's the best Batman movie ever made. Wow. 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 You, you know what? I, I was. I I was really contemplating because like I was comparing it to Dark Knight. Me too. And like there are aspects of this movie that literally blew Dark Knight out the water. Yeah, so this is the way that I'm viewing this movie is the Dark Knight, the Joker in the Dark Knight might be my favorite things in a Batman movie ever, but that's not the entire Dark Knight movie. (laughs) So when I just take the movies as a whole... I think the Batman is probably a stronger move. I think the cinematography is stronger. Uh, yeah. The story is more tight. Uh, and it feels more like a Batman movie rather than a spy movie. I don't know how else to put that. I get Batman is a rich guy with toys and everything, but the Dark Knight feel like the, the bat thing or, or the sonar, whatever, whatever. It gets more sciencey fiction. Like Lucius Fox becomes more like a Q. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Than, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, and Paul Dana was an amazing Riddler. He was. He was. He was pretty. He he, uh, he was he was probably one of the. One of the best things about the movie, I think. Like, I had a complaint about the Batman, and the more I thought about it, the less of a complaint it became. So, and we'll, I guess we'll talk about that later, but 
Rick, what's your opinion? Um, it, it, I, I agree with everything that's been said thus far. I think, I think it is a, it is, it is a, like as a whole, it definitely felt like a, like a comic book version of, or like a Batman movie that is like straight out of, straight out of the comics, like a story that came from there. It's an out of, you know, detective comics. Correct. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, there, there were things that I thought kind of, I, I, I guess I kind of had issues with, I guess, about it. But I think in general, I do. (laughs) I do think (laughs) that uh, it probably is as far as like Batman movies go is I I would kind of agree with you that it's probably the best Batman movie. Um, Some of the things that like like. Like, I really like the Riddler. I liked his performance in there. Um, I liked Robert Pattinson in general. Some of the stuff like the interactions between him and Alfred, I thought were a little bit. He was kind of he was kind of a dick to Alfred, I think. Yeah. Um, I don't know that that I didn't care for as much. Um, but I, I understood it, though. That was OK. So if we're getting my biggest complaint was, is I thought that Robert Pattinson made a better Batman than he did. It was Bruce Wayne. But I, I would agree with that. But that is the point. Alfred tells him, you don't spend enough time doing this stuff. And so I figure that that will be the character growth of the sequels of him acting more like a billionaire playboy. And I, and I can I can see that. And him letting, you know, ignoring the business and ignoring everything has allowed all of these secrets to go on, you know, underneath his nose. Right, so right. my biggest complaint is probably a long term strength. Yeah. And I, and I can I can see that, like, if that happens in the next movie, which I could totally foresee that happening, because I've kind of been thinking about that, too. That like, that's OK. This is he's early on Batman, you know, um, so he's not really Bruce Wayne. He's, he's more he's more Batman. Yeah, I guess. Right. No, vengeance. He's, he's vengeance. He's vengeance. He's uh-huh. more vengeance. But uh, the last five minutes, I become so. That, yeah, that's true. That's, and and that, and that's kind of like I can kind of see. I I think I think as a whole, like the movie, like the way it ends, I think is a little bit a little bit strange. A little bit like I think I think it should have like I think it would have been a much better movie if it would have ended with him talking with the Riddler in Arkham, and that was pretty much it. Instead of there being that whole last. Act kind of thing where yeah, see, but I like the last act because it was symbolic. It was symbolic, and I agree with you there. I see why they did that and why they put it in there. But I think the movie would have been tighter. Like it wouldn't have felt because I think that last part, um, that that part kind of dragged on for me. Up until that point, I don't think it really dragged on. But uh, I think it would have been tighter as a movie as a story. If all that that last, I don't know how long that last segment is. Twenty minutes, probably. Is it tw- yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but but, it, yeah. but I think it was necessary to show his character that him being vengeance was wrong, and that he needs to be seen as more of just a symbol for the criminal as he needs to be seen seen as symbol. Yeah. And you wouldn't have got that at all from just ending with the Riddler. But. I, I and I plus, see what you're saying. I can plus, see that, but it seems like it was just kind of thrown together to me towards the end. The Riddler wins. The Riddler does win, but I think he. It, 
I think he could have it could have been argued that maybe he kind of won before even because he did a whole bunch of damage to the city. Yeah. But like that whole thing, like with them flooding the city, I mean, that it just seemed kind of strange. Like it was like kind of thrown in there because never at so, any point earlier on in the movie did they talk about the dam being or the water. They front. did, though. They did. When? Huh? They talk uh, about it being a threat. And when, when they talk, they talk about, and it it rains the entire movie. Mm-hmm. They show because the one one of those targets is right where uh, the du- the dude is kidnapped, like right outside the club. One of the uh, things they talk about. Uh, uh, what one of the headlines too? I think on the newspapers that are on the windows where it says lies and hush and blah, blah. Uh, one of the things is talks about the spillways. Um, there, there are, there are subtle clues that it, there is a danger. Plus there is, uh, well, we're, well, okay. plus the, the, the washing is a symbolic cleaning of the streets. Right. right. Yeah. That are filthy. Yeah. So, uh, but if, if they would have ended directly with, you know, the Batman talking to Riddler, then there is no victory for Batman whatsoever. Literally everything that the Riddler wanted to happen, happened. Right, right. Yeah. And then it becomes a, a, a movie about the Riddler. Yeah. He's, he's the one that's all his, all it was was he's Bat- the Kaiser he, Sose. What's that? I say he, he would be the, he's he the would have been the Kaiser yeah. Sose. It's, it's basically seven. <laughs> it's yeah. all right, basically seven. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, there is so much yeah. seven M David Fincher influence. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, yeah. I guess I didn't. I didn't catch the subtle hints. Yeah, but but yeah. Still, though, <laughs> I'm thinking that like it still feels like it was kind of thrown together, and that's just my opinion. I didn't. It didn't like ruin the movie for me, but I think it would have been a better movie. I think if interesting. Yeah. I saw someone put on there that uh, so someone put on Reddit. It was like the Riddler is a Reddit mod confirmed because it's, <laughs> it's, it's, all that was missing from his video was I need you all to do a like and subscribe. Uh, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The one smash that subscribe button. I like I like the thing that they did with Paul Dano, uh, or the thing that Paul Dano did, I guess, as Riddler. Um, the only thing that, like, I, I don't know if the the best thing about the Gotham show, the TV show, and there's really not a lot to say that's that's really great about it, but the actor that they had on there yes. that portrayed Riddler was was awesome. Yeah. And and there was actually a bunch of actors on there that did really good with what they had. It's just what they had was was kind of. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, because it because the guy that they had playing the Joker-ish character, yeah, was yeah. really good. He was really good. Yeah, the guy that the penguin, right, right, yeah, was good. Was good too. Yeah, yeah. The guy, the guy I'm talking about is Corey Michael Smith. Um, and I, I liked, I liked his portrayal of the Riddler a little bit better because it kind of like, you know, if I if I were to say which Riddler did I like better, I liked his better, but. That's not to say I didn't like Paul Dano. I liked him, right. but it, it's got it a just, different take, you know? Yeah, because, um, you know, us being, uh, have reading the comics and everything, and I've seen different interpretations of Riddler, it just, I, 
I didn't want them to, for me, Riddler was never, he, he was a, like a genius. He was crazy, but he wasn't insane. He was narcissistic, but he wasn't like out of completely out of his mind. And, and with this particular Riddler, he just seems like he was a bigger whiner than what Riddler is. You know what I'm saying? Riddler was always a guy who was just thought he was just smarter than everybody. Not, oh, I want to cleanse the streets and the lies and stuff. So that kind of, I mean, I enjoyed it, but that, I, I know it's a different take, but it was just kind of like, dude, or, or like, okay, you're not going to out crazy the Joker. I, I'm sorry. It's like there's certain villains that you're never going to out crazy them, no matter how extreme you make them. It's like, you're not going to out, there's, there's, Gotham already has crazy, crazy. Yeah. You guys, you got Zizaz, you got the Joker. You already got crazy, crazy. Like Riddler. What I me, liked about him though is he was crazy with the reason. Like, yeah, he had what you know, whatever, but the more that he discovered through being an accountant about the way the money's money and the thing worked, the more he dug into what it was. And that's what uh that's what really caused him. He just kind of snapped uh see and i would have thought that particular riddler i i would have enjoyed it more if he would have found a way to do all that and still take the money <laughs> like like yeah that, that's where my riddler would have been like oh there's all this corruption but it's like i also took the money before the floodgates came and line like, my pockets yeah i guess i could kind of too yeah so yeah, I, I'm, I'm not saying it was a bad interpretation. It just, it was like, I, I'm like, please don't try to make every villain in your series as crazy as Joker, because then that makes Joker not relevant. I was like, it, it, there's a reason why, you know, Joker is, is Joker. And, and if you're making everyone Joker-ish, it's like, it gets kind of tiresome. That's what my concern is. Well, yeah, that's that's. But see, I think the the big difference between a villain like the Riddler and a villain like the Joker is the Riddler wasn't doing his stuff because he was crazy. He was doing it for other reasons. He wanted the truth to be out there. He wanted the riddles of the city to be exposed to everyone. Whereas the Joker is more chaos for the sake of chaos right uh at least in typical i like that it was a different take on the riddler because comics notwithstanding most of the times that we see the riddler portrayed uh in other media he comes off as a as a as kind of like a joker light uh in terms of depending on how create like the comics depict the Joker as absolutely crazy, insane, homicidal maniac, sociopath, whatever. But that's not necessarily the way he's always portrayed in pop culture. He's in pop culture frequently just a dude that laughs a lot and is crazy, but whatever. And so the Riddler kind of seems like a less intense version of the Joker sometimes, who just likes like, puzzles. Yeah, like so, like a more cerebral yeah. kind of 
like a smarter version yeah. of the Joker. So I like that they gave him his own identity. I like that they based his outfit on the Zodiac Killer. Yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. Even too. the cards yeah. and the ciphers that he gives yeah. is really just based on the Zodiac. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's funny that you even kind of mentioned that because kind of, I was kind of thinking along those same lines that, oh, yeah, this is like the Zodiac Killer. So I happened to, I was Googling some stuff about Zodiac Killer. Did you know that they solved his uh, cipher back in like 2020? Some of them. Yeah, no, all of them now. Back in 2020. I think they thought there was still like one left. No, there was the, the last one that they couldn't solve. It was either 2020 or 2021. They solved it. I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. So like if you do Google search, I forget exactly what it says, but um, it's the last note that he sent out to the uh, media. Hmm. And uh, basically they, I, the gist of it is something like where he it's killed enough people. So he doesn't need to kill anymore. He's got enough slaves. And yeah, that's a, yeah, it was killing people. So he had slaves in the afterlife. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, so yeah, I didn't know that, and I, the only reason I find that out is because of this, <laughs> because of the Batman movie. Um, but yeah, so they had it was three different people that I guess in quarantine throughout the world they were kind of working on it collaboratively, and then they were able to figure it out. Wow, yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty interesting. I, they should probably do like some kind of movie or something about it because it's interesting i think i don't know maybe it's not enough to have a whole movie but so something interesting though david fincher directed seven clearly an inspiration absolutely yeah he yeah. also directed zodiac yep oh, <laughs> oh i didn't realize he, he, he did okay. do you guys catch the halloween references not just to the long halloween but the- yes i did I, the movie starts on October 31st, and it starts with the breathing behind a mask, the same way how. Oh yeah, does. yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. And then yeah, yeah. whenever Michael Myers is going to strangle that one girl in the car, like she notices the moisture on the inside first, on the windshield. Oh yeah, that exactly that I didn't pick up on, but I did pick up on the other stuff. Yeah, that that's pretty interesting. Yeah. I don't know if all that was intentional or. If that could be. I don't know. Yeah, I did notice that it was very much like, uh, or at least starts out uh, in reference to like the the long Halloween storyline. I I liked the, uh, um, John Totoro in it. Yeah, as a I, fuck up. It's really uh, yeah. It's really hard for me to see him as anything and not picture him licking a bowling ball. <laughs> <laughs> or trying to kill, or trying to kill the uh, the Zohan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he as Falcone. Yeah, he really did a uh, did a good job. I, yeah, and I didn't know he was in it. I didn't either until, until I was like, was that "Oh, yes, did." No, because I seen him in the preview. Yeah, because like the scene where Batman takes him out, that's like in the previews. No, oh, see, I didn't. I didn't pick that up. Yeah. So I thought Zoe Kravitz did a fine job. Yeah, I thought so too. I thought so too. And Colin Farrell is completely unrecognizable. Yeah, and it is Robert okay. De Niro. Crazy. Crazy. Did, did anyone else think? Because he looks, he looks like another actor with that makeup, and I thought that was him. I thought that was like that other actor. I don't know oh. who he looks like, but his his choice of acting was like Robert De Niro in nineteen eighty. Yeah, it's it's pretty. 
It's pretty impressive. I guess I get. I don't know if you guys heard that. I guess there's going to be a, a penguin. Yeah, that's what I heard. So, yeah, which is pretty cool because I yeah. wanted because I really he did such a good job. Yeah. That I, I really well, want to see him do more of that, and I like to see like I'm thinking this not only is it Batman like year one or whatever. This is like Penguin year one. That's the other thing that I thought about in trying to compare this to The Dark Knight is The Dark Knight had an entire movie to set up what was going on in there. You know, so it's a fair comparison to compare this to Batman Begins. And I just think it blows Batman Begins out of the water. Yeah. See, yeah. can I be honest with you? I actually, when it comes to like story wise, I actually like Batman Begins better than Dark Knight. Really? Yeah. I've I mean, seen, I, I like Batman Begins quite a bit. I don't know if I like. I, I, I'll, I'll agree with you. On with one caveat, with uh, in the Dark Knight, like when all the Two Face stuff that happened in it, I don't, yeah. I don't think that needed to happen. Right. Yeah. I think they shouldn't have done it actually, and I think that would have been made the Dark Knight much better. It's like they tried to throw too much in there with the Two Face. I almost kind of yeah. I almost kind of wish because I I get what they were trying to do. Right. I don't know it. Like you need Two Face to complete the Dark Knight theme, but it was seems unnecessary for the hero story. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The theme is, you know, you have the White Knight and the Dark Knight, and the White Knight is corrupted and evil, and so the Dark Knight does what he has to do, yeah. takes the blame on himself. Right. Like they could have had, like, I, they should have maybe introduced Two Face towards the end of that movie, and then maybe had him in the next movie. Or something. Like yeah, the Bane and Tyler. Yeah. Yep. But you know, I think they talk about how Nirvana is a running theme through the movie. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah that, that was that was pretty. That was the pretty last cool. I saw the uh, Nevermind was number three on the album charts. Oh, was it really? <laughs> everybody's everybody's downloading it. Like, what's this song? Yeah. <laughs> how terrible is that? You're you like, heard of this band Nirvana? It's like, dude, us Generation Xers are like, dude, are you serious? I, yeah. <laughs> hey, dude, that guy, that lead singer from the Foo Fighters, he used to be on another band. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> hey, uh, you, you heard Dave Grohl is in another band? <laughs> kind of quietly, it's just the drummer. We don't like to talk about it too much. <laughs> I think they're going places. <laughs> Yeah, the one thing I would say too is like uh, Robert Pattinson, like uh, definitely like was giving off Trent Reznor vibes throughout <laughs> the movie. I thought I like I'm like this guy like you know. Let's talk about the most important thing in this movie. All right. Batman takes off his mask and the eye makeup is still there. Right, right, yeah. The first time. Yeah. Every other movie they show Batman wearing eye makeup, but then they take the mask off. Yeah. It's gone. Right. He look. He looks like a much more troubled. Batman oh. in this one, like he's he's got like like know. his parents were killed in front of him yeah. at an early age, yeah. yeah, right, and he and he never got over it, so he stayed uh, isolated in his in his mansion. Yeah, <laughs> Which also kind of looks like the Adams family house. Yeah, kind of, it's like all I like that the, the the Bat Cave was just the remnants of the subway station that happened to you know right yeah I, yeah that was a good idea. There's there was they did a lot of really good things in this movie. Yeah. I like the fact that um, when he when he uh, the, the the so-called bat wing, the 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 glider, I guess, 
it, he didn't land perfectly. He, oh, he, oh like, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I'm like, it's like, it's not like this dude do it all the time. It's like, <laughs> I saw where someone paused like a or took a screenshot or whatever of of an earlier scene of the club, and you can clearly see. So it's in, and I shouldn't say clearly. You can see the Riddler in a window up top overlooking the city. Oh, for real? Yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, also where the where he falls is really close to the Riddler's hotel. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. Or apartment or whatever it is. And I like the way, I, I like the practicality of Batman's suit. Like, you're shooting at this thing. And he's got a lot of he's got a lot of armor, <laughs> which is like, yeah, dude, that scene in the hallway where the only light was the bullets firing or the, the yeah, guns yeah, firing. Yeah, that was yeah. sweet. Yeah, it is pretty that awesome. Yeah, he doesn't so much dodge bullets. He just no takes, takes the brunt of <laughs> takes right, that, the space. Right, right, right. <laughs> that's when the. Uh, See, that's the difference between him and Affleck. Affleck was just <laughs> dodging bullets. <Yeah. laughs> it was like that's that seasoned Batman and year one Batman. <laughs> but um, yeah, I really liked. Uh, uh, what do you, you guys think about the uh, the bat symbol on his armor being also kind of like his battering? Like that bat, his bat knife. Yeah, his bat his Swiss knife. Army bat. Yeah, yeah, Swiss Army bat. Oh yeah, I was, I'm, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with it. Did you guys know 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 that the that guy that has the half paint in the first scene that doesn't get involved, the gang member, everyone else. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is plays Tim Drake on Titans. I did not know. I didn't know that. So they they, they said that it could be set up that he's going to be a Robin. <laughs> Get out of here. Get I out of here. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. But Zoe Kravitz, oh my goodness. She was amazing. It was like it, 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 she just every scene she was in for me, she just like like took over the scene. She did very well. Oh yeah, and, no, I yeah, no, she yeah. Her character is, is kind of weird, though, how it was developed, though, I think, because it was it's like, did she like was. Because was she a cat burglar or wasn't she like, oh, yeah, you know, but I don't know if, they, if that was ever really clear. Well, she stole stuff. Yeah, no, she she no, she it, 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 she was a cat burglar who happened to be the daughter of Falcone, the illegitimate yeah. daughter of Falcone. But she also worked at that club. Uh, did she, she did, but yeah. I don't think that was her main job. I think, I think it's implied that she, uh, left, she left the club originally, you know, she wanted to know about more about her. She left the club. She got back into the club to, uh, and she was investigating her friend. Right. Because if, right, you, if yeah. you notice, that's, that's what Batman is paying attention to. The boots she's wearing is the same boots. The same boots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that she is stopping to look at the pictures on the, on the thing when she's doing the, the drop deal, the drug deal with the mm, yeah. penguin and stuff like that. So, um, she's got a lot going on, but yeah. Yeah. I took it that she, uh, she came back into town and, and, um, her her friend her um possibly uh, a 
a nightly acquaintance was being roughed up and that's you know she was trying to get help first trying to help her to get out of town and then when she was missing trying to find her so yeah i like her yeah uh and what's his head is commissioner gordon oh he's awesome he's amazing yes yeah yeah i'm uh okay was i the only one waiting for him to adjust his his glasses oh yeah (laughs) he's I was like, oh, come on, come on, do it one time. Just do it one time. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that dude's because he was awesome in uh, Westworld. Westworld, too. Westworld. Yeah. Yeah. He was really good in the Hunger Games movie, whichever one that he was in. Oh, he was in Hunger Games? One of them. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I do remember, slightly remember him in one Hunger Games. There was one, or maybe, maybe it was the second one. Second one. He might have been in the third one a little bit, too. Yeah, he was amazing in Westworld. Yeah, he was yeah. great in What If. Yeah, exactly. The Watcher. He's the Watcher. <laughs> so now uh, it's been with Marvel and DC. Sure, man. Yes, yes, yeah. Crazy. So, what do you guys think about the 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 Batmobile? Oh, the Batmobile is pretty awesome. I feel about yeah. the Batmobile the way you feel about Zoe Kravitz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that 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 chase scene was pretty. I was love pretty the, awesome. that it was in the shadows watching like like a mechanical version of Batman for like <laughs> 20 seconds before just. Yeah, it, it's motor sounding like Christian Bale's voice. <laughs> like every time you hit the gas, it was like. That was the best car. I didn't know that I needed a Batman car chase scene like that. Oh, yeah. I'm used to. Well, I mean, with the intro of the car, the way it even came in the scene, they had to do something awesome with the car because it was like five minutes of them just revving up the car from all these different angles and everything. It seemed like, but it was pretty awesome. And then when the wreck happens and, and he's framed upside down. Yeah, walking in front of the flames. Cinemato- the cinematography is great. And they had the same cinematographer as Rogue One, which is probably why you got such an awesome yeah. hallway scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, so good. Oh yeah, can we can we also talk about the fact that Robert Patterson's Batman voice was so natural? It was different, but not cartoonish. Right. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, good. You, you, you don't sound ridiculous like Christian Bale. <laughs> yeah, that, that's probably the only kind of. I don't know. That's the biggest complaint that yeah, I have about the about the, the Nolan trilogy is that choice. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I think the Bane voice is a, a mistake as well. Oh, you mean like this? I sound like what a strong Connor. Likes to imitate it. Yeah, I'm Still, really yeah. Well. He even made it into the Harley Quinn cartoon and everything. <laughs> it, is, it is a weird accent, though. Though, like it's, well, and, it's just like vague, and honestly, vague. depending on your television setup, it's really hard to hear whenever you go. <laughs> right? yeah. that, I would say that that's when when I saw the, the first time in the theater. I'm like, how's he what? even saying? <laughs> like, because is because isn't like Bane? Bane is like from like South America. 
Yeah, Bane, yeah. Bane is, I believe, a Lucha Libre. Yeah. <laughs> luchador. Yeah, Luchador. Yeah. So, I don't know how he started talking like this. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> oh, that the Chuck Connery voice. Uh, not to get off on a... I, none of us ever have been on, on... We've always stayed on top. We've never gotten off a tangent before. Right, right. Uh, but speaking of uh, luchadors and wrestling, uh, Scott Hall. Oh, Razor Ramon. Yeah. Razor Ramon had three heart attacks and has been taken off of life support and is hanging on right now. So now you'll know when this is recorded. I No, I, I think he actually I, passed. Oh, did he? Yeah, I saw, yeah. I saw it pop up in my newsfeed about about him. I, I didn't realize it was three heart attacks or anything like that. He was having hip surgery and he had heart attacks on the operating table. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's crazy. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. He just died an hour ago. Yeah. Uh, I, I did see the uh, X Pac. Had said it's very. It's. I understand you guys mean well, but it's really hard to get all these RIP messages while my friend's heart is still beating. Oh man. Oh uh, yeah. Because I, if he just died an hour ago, that means he survived after life support for like after it was turned off for like six or seven hours, I think. Holy crap! Yeah. Wow. So, uh, so the Batman, the Batman, I, I brought yeah. everything down. Just the mission. <laughs> yeah, right. okay, yeah. dude, what the? We're talking about probably the most depressing Batman movie. That, dark, dark, first. anyways, dark. I guess I shouldn't say depressing, but did you ever, did you, did you ever, did you see the, did you guys see the meme that was had Dr. Manhattan sitting on Mars? Yes, yes. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> so, oh, man. So it was Dr. Manhattan sitting on Mars. He's like, it's 1989. Yeah. I'm seven years old. I'm about to watch a dark and gritty Batman movie. And then it was like, it's 2005. I'm 25 years old or whatever. I'm, I'm not doing the math right now. I'm about to watch a dark and gritty Batman movie. And then it's 2022. <laughs> I'm 37 years old. I'm about to watch the new dark and gritty Batman movie. <laughs> oh, man. Certainly is uh, the darkest Batman. Like every yeah. time that I think they're not going to make it any dark. You know what I think? They need to almost kind of like, I think. Joe Schumacher it? They, they, well, maybe not go that far. Adam West. <laughs> Adam West did a little bit, just a little bit. Like kind of bring it back a little bit. No, because I want it darker. Is it you want? But how much darker can you get? I want two I mean, hours of blackness where I can only hear Batman <laughs> beating up. <laughs> I want to hear the murder of his parents in the first two minutes. I want to hear Pearl <laughs> slapping on the ground, and then and you, you got to hear plow and boom, like shine yeah. out be the only colors coming out. Plow, boom, spat. But again, I want to hear a bat flapping past a window. I yeah. want to hear I am vengeance, and then I want to hear uh, just nonstop. I just I I just want to say I, oh speaking of darkness hey the beginning of the movie where where they're literally just showing criminals fearing shadows oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. such yeah. a good idea that is pretty cool yeah that's pretty cool that's pretty cool yeah 
How can I, th- I, I think th- if you went any darker though, you, you got seven. It's yeah. It's this and then seven. It's raining. This yeah, seven. Made me realize I want seven, but I want the protagonist to be Batman. Right, right. <laughs> because think about it: both the Batman and Seven is always raining. Yeah, that is that is true. Matt Reeves true. said that he based that rain specifically on Seven. The idea being that you don't ever see the sunlight until the end of the movie. Ah, yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's the someone pointed out it's the first time in the movie when there's lights you see robert pattinson looking up at the sun and not squinting every other time that he was out in daylight he was wearing sunglasses it's true yeah they did i'm sorry the more i talk about the movie the more i like it no i really no i really i really did like it i really did i I sat in the theater i was like man this is such a great movie i'm like the story (laughs) just went so well and yeah. it was it was like I, uh, I like I liked it quite a bit too I liked it more though after I first initially saw it mm. than I do now I think all right so after I started kind of picking it apart a little bit you know but like uh this is up for yeah. debate the movie okay. ends does the Riddler now understand that Bruce Wayne is the Batman no no I don't think I think he does you do I don't think he did but I think when his bomb didn't kill Bruce Wayne, oh, he's he, gonna figure figured, it out. he figured it out. And that was why he played with Batman by going, Bruce Wayne, and then knowing that he's on videotape. And just like at the end of Hush, what's the point of knowing a riddle that everybody knows the answer to? Uh, I th- I think... I think they could go either way. Yeah, I, I, could, I could see that. I could see that. I, um, I, I don't think he but, knows because the way... The way he was um, after that, the way he was like, we're supposed to be together and and watch the world burn. I think yeah, that but he also said, I know, I know that your mask is your true face. Yeah, he did say that. Yeah, yeah. So I think the Riddler still hates Bruce Wayne being the orphan that got all the attention. I don't know. Sam, you just came on the screen looking majestic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. You're no longer an S. It was like you were just looking off to the side. Your background is, I'm yeah. sorry, this is a podcast and oh, now you can S again. <laughs> oh, no, no. It was, it, it, my, it was like the screen had did the whole sleep. I was like, oh, let me make sure everything's going. So it just put the camera right back on. So I was like, oh, okay. I, I, you look like a painting. Yeah, it was. It was like a very uh, majestic, yes. a majestic painting of you staring off like I, the, the most. The most yeah. wonderful of paintings or glamour shots. I see. Yeah, because I was looking. I was looking while I was talking. I was looking at my my signed poster of uh, uh, Captain America: Civil War. The signed poster of uh, Joe and Anthony Russo. So, oh yes. So they were saying hi, Sam. I was like, hey, they actually put my name. <laughs> I have a clear thing that I met the Russo brothers. What's the best movie? Of the DC uh, of any DC movie, has to be oh. full length movie. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. oh, are we talking live action? Yes. Okay. All right. Not, Hold not, on. I'm talking animated. All right. Oh, okay. All right. Throw you all on the spot here. Oh, because there's there's a like oh oh that's interesting. Keanu Reeves is Constantine. <laughs> 
I mean, that's a DC movie. It is a DC. It is a DC movie. Yeah. The original I, Swamp Thing. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That's uh. Oh, you know, I, I love that movie though. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do love that movie. It's uh. Probably doesn't hold up very well, but <laughs> oh, you know what? Let me let me look because I don't want to forget. I've it in a long time. I've watched, used to watch it all the time though. Oh, Adrian Barbo. But uh, yeah. The uh, I mean, I guess it. I guess it has to be the Batman. I think. I I I might because uh, the only one that comes close in, in levels of enjoyment for me is the Suicide Squad. Yeah. So it's literally like the last two DC movies that have come out. And I don't know. I mean, they're two different styles of movies. Right, right, right. I I I mean the original Superman movie. Like, yeah. It's really it's really good. But but I'm gonna I I said what's the best, not yeah. what's your favorite. Oh, what's the best, not my not what's my favorite. Oh, oh I actually oh. don't know which I said. So yeah. if you listen back, I might have said, what's your favorite? Yeah. But I meant, what's your best? Or what's the best? What's the best? And I don't, the Batman is a good movie that has the Batman as the main character. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. Oh, let me see here, because I'm looking at some DC movies. Um, Green Lantern? Green Lantern. Uh, Green Lantern is is a movie. Superman for the quest for peace. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. I think it will Sam, be. Yes. Sam, I'm going to stop you right here. Don't say Batman v Superman. Dawn of Justice. <laughs> so, dude, dude, we don't Jonah say Hex. that. We don't we don't say <laughs> We don't say we'd say B versus B versus S. We don't B, we, yeah, B versus, I'm sorry, S. B versus S. DOJ. Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah, we've never said that. We dude, what are you doing? You're trying to it's like candy man. You can't keep saying it. <laughs> so in other words, you're saying, why did you say that name? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh no. Exactly. No, Martha there? Full on Martha. Okay, you know what? Oh, it's it's going to be a toss-up between Superman Two, the Batman. Superman 2 is really good. That is, that is, yeah. Batman Begins, and see, I I think yeah, that's that's kind of my top tier. Then my second tier would would be probably Watchmen and oh, yeah, Aquaman. The Suicide Squad and uh, Joker. Oh, and Wonder Woman. Forgot about Joker. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a good movie too. Yeah. Wonder Woman was good. But you know, like if I was doing, but as yeah. as they as these kids do on the internet and do like S tier, A tier. Yeah. I think the Batman, Dark Knight, the Suicide Squad. Are for me S tier. So, and then there's a wide variety of A tiers, and then there's a lot of lower than that. (laughs) (laughs) So, are you putting are you putting like like Superman, Superman two, and uh, and Batman on on the on the A tier? Yeah, Batman Begins, Superman, Superman two. 
I'm talking about Batman, Michael Keaton's Batman. I wouldn't even put Michael Keaton's Batman. I, at the time, I would have put it on the A tier, but in hindsight, I'd probably put it on B tier. Really? Oh, yeah. I, 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 I still really like it. I don't. Yeah, I still yeah. really like it. See, that, that's the one thing I'm not sure about. I don't this, hate it. This new Batman movie is, I don't know how rewatchable it is. I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. I feel like it's more rewatchable with time. I think it probably a second watching to catch all the things that you missed. Yeah. And then you let it sit. Yeah. See, for a while. Well, see, that's the, that's the thing. Like I can rewatch Batman begins more than I could rewatch dark and, Knight. And I think I would agree with that too. Actually. See, I, I get wrapped up in things like I like an origin story. I like seeing that yeah. part of it. But Ras al Ghul with a microwave gun on a train is not just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, the the ending. Yeah, yeah. I like I like the whole like as he's training to become. I like I, I like, like the training. I, I like that. Part. Yeah, I, but I think I think I think origin stories have an advantage in that you've got. You, you've got that automatic character development built in. And I don't, the Batman isn't an origin story, really. I mean, right. Right, right. So, but I think with, with me, with Dark Knight, I think, you know, I think we kind of talked about it with the whole Two Face from like him being Two Face on, because that even leads to Batman and the fairy, um, the, the fairy scenario where Two Fairies about to explode, something like that. It, it, it kind of it kind of lost me there. But before that, you know, I'm all in for Dark Knight. I'm all in yeah. for Joker hitting the detonator and not the hospital not exploding right away and all that. And Do you know that wasn't that, that was planned in the screenplay. Oh, really? That was <laughs> no, it wasn't. Part, no. part of the explosions didn't go off, and so he improvised because they only had one shot of him clicking it, and then the second set of explosions went off. <laughs> That's kind of awesome. Yeah. So, but yeah. Now, uh, I, did, I didn't think about Superman too, though. I, I really like Superman too. I probably like that. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna say here, so Superman and Superman Two are for me period pieces that I respect for the time they were made. They were awesome. Right, right. But when you go back and at the end of Superman Two, you basically get into a tube that was never explained before. (laughs) Right, 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 right. You punch villains into a crevasse. Yeah. And kill them. Giant S that he throws. And you have a giant plastic S that was never. Oh my gosh. Those things take away from the long lasting tradition of the Superman. But if you're talking like Niagara Falls, Superman, Clark Kent drops his glasses in the fire, like all all that stuff I was on board for as a kid. Um, I like, I love uh, Terrence Stamp's portrayal of Zod. Yeah, yeah. Kill before Zod comes. <laughs> like if I were him, I would just have a license plate that said Neil. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah. I wonder. I wonder if they ever thought about using the, that S power, like in a in a story later on, just like him randomly pulling an S off. Of I it. assume that it's so yeah. well loved in pop culture that that is why when people rate movies, they say S tier. That could be is above A. Yeah. Is because it's as awesome as Superman ripping the S off of his suit to capture people for the first time ever. And then uh, unexplainably disappearing. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm the Lord of Illusion. See, he was 
Chris Angel before Chris Angel. Yeah, I mean he is Superman. So, and then right. we talk about the first movie, which has such an over to, over the top wonderful performance by Gene Hackman. Christopher Reeves is an amazing Superman right. for the time and everything. You still have him breaking the laws of physics by flying flying backwards around the Earth, and that causes it to go backwards yeah. in time. Why? I mean, science, right? Science. <laughs> I love that as a kid, though. I thought that was the well, yeah. coolest thing ever. Because then you saw like the dam that was broken. You saw, you know, they, I mean, clearly they probably just played the footage backwards. It is, it is the problem but, of introducing time travel, repeatable time travel into a series. So now, when anything goes wrong, he could just fly backwards and stop it before it happens. But he could only do it, he only had to do it once because his love for Lois was so strong. And there then two Supermen. <laughs> the one that's the backwards in time and the one that's backwards. Are we are, are we doing a robot chicken? <laughs> that's 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 uh, is there a robot? I don't, yeah, there's I'm, a robot all chicken. I'm right now is is that it creates more problems than it solves. <laughs> it's a robot chicken. <laughs> Hilarious. It's a uh, yeah yeah. And I for me. That's the problem that I have with the 1989 Batman too. Is is that it was dark and gritty for the time, but it it is a giant Tim Burton film. And while I like the aesthetic of Tim Burton, it becomes less of a Batman, yeah, and yeah. more of a Tim Burton film film with some DC characters in it. Yeah, and that, I don't like I don't like the Joker being the one that kills Batman's parents. It, it ties everything together too, yeah, neatly. Yeah. I don't like a 45-year-old Joker killing Batman's parents when he's eight years old, and when he becomes 30, suddenly the Joker's 55. <laughs> well, do you think, do you think, because I always looked at that as it wasn't technically the Joker who killed his parents. It just was a representation and happened to have his face. That's what I, I didn't, I, I always thought, oh, okay, it's the representation of like, well, you, you killed my father. Like, what are you talking about? I didn't, I didn't kill your parents. What, what do you, I, I, that's how I interpret it as. I, as, I, as a kid. I, I don't because, the, <laughs> because that, that one line, that what causes yeah. us together is the ever dance with the devil. The devil, the devil the oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean that was why I that was why I piece it in my head it's was intended to be the whatever. Yeah, and I, I think it I think it probably is. Right. I mean I think it's meant to be. And I think that's probably a Tim Burton take on it, clearly. That's probably his influence on it. Um so, so what's a what's a better Batman music like soundtrack? Is it is it Bat Dance? By Prince? By Prince? Or is it the is it the Nirvana? Um, Nirvana song is it? Is it? I, it's something in the way. Something and in the way. I would like it much better if they were like something in the way, and then it goes Vicky Vale, Vicky Vale, and then you hear we've ever danced the devil in the film in the uh, and then and then someone says something that they that they like Batman, yeah. and then it goes back to Nirvana. That, that that would probably be better. Yeah, yeah. I guarantee you. Yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. Everything is made better by late eighties prints. 
That is that is no one can argue with that statement. So I think we've we found out what we Here need comes to Sam about with. to argue with that statement. <laughs> <laughs> so now we know how to make the Batman better is, you know, somehow introduce uh, portions of the bat dance song to it. That's what they should have had to play in the club. Yeah. You know? In hindsight. Wow. Hey, I like the running joke of Robert Pattinson going to that door of the club three different times <laughs> right. and having a different. <laughs> right. That gave that gave me a flashback of uh, Scott Pilgrim. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, I guess I could kind of see that too. How do those guys not think that that's Bruce Wayne though? Like it's Batman and Bruce Wayne. Like you think he doesn't really change his voice that much. Someone brought up the twins yeah. could be. Tweedledee and Tweedledum. That yeah. would be awesome. Actually. That would be really cool. That would, that would be. <laughs> that makes sense. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> Man, that would be cool. Why, why they, couldn't they, they be? Need to, they need to introduce more of his more Batman's rogues gallery, I think, because he's got there's so many. I only want to see the Penguin and the Joker and the Riddler and the Catwoman. That's it. For all eternity. When he's throwing thing. a bane, it, it ruins everything. No, no, I'm not even talking about bane. I'm, I'm just about like, joking. Yeah. But like, I mean, they, they got like... Uh, Zazu. 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 Yeah, that's uh, like... Uh, even the guy that they had playing uh, Zaz on the Gotham. Uh, yeah. So was awesome. It was really cool. It was really cool. And he was in Birds... There was a guy in Birds of Prey, too, that was playing Zaz. Was there? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the guy yeah. that played Zaz in Gotham was the same guy that was in Barry. Yes. Yeah. Barry's amazing. Barry is amazing. Very Barry amazing. is it's fantastic. Black Mask. Black Mask. Yeah. Even though they had him at Birds of Prey. Mad Hatter. They could do Mad Hatter. Mad Hatter. They could do is Zeus. Is it Zeus or Maximus? Which one? I think it's Zeus. I would like them to do. Uh, a man bat, Batman versus man bat. I would like to see that. That'd be interesting. Killer Croc would be. So he likes his MTVs and big booties. Suicide Squad, huh? Yeah. Yeah. All right, but so. Batmite. I want to see a on screen Batmite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, who, who are some other one? Firefly. 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 Who's the dude? Uh, the doctor with the pig face. Oh. Oh. I can't. Oh, hold on. It's so I, creepy. That would yeah. be perfect for a seven. Like that would be. Yeah. You might be getting them to like almost like saw territory. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, there are so many, though. I mean, there's so many different. I know there's there's probably like a million that we're not even thinking of. Yeah, hold on. That was uh, Professor Peg. Yeah. Ah, see, there you go. I want to see an Arkham Asylum movie. That that I heard that they're doing a TV show 
Arkham Asylum. Really? Yeah. And I and I and I heard the rumor, and then granted this might be all rumor that it's gonna be each episode is gonna focus on a different inmate. And it's gonna be about that inmate, like how they got into Arkham Asylum and, and everything. Interesting. And I I get and then there's there's a third one too. There's the that I think Penguin and Catwoman. I think they're doing okay. a Catwoman series too. Mm. So let's see. I would like to see and it'd be hard to do in the Batman because it would it wouldn't make sense with this groundedness. But I would like to see a movie representation of Mr. Freeze that is not Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh that is yeah, much yeah. more of the animated series style, but I don't think it would work. Uh of course Calendar Man. Oh, that could be done really well though. That could I could work in a very serious uh Oh, the duck, uh, Mr. Freeze, or their uh, calendar man, calendar man, calendar man. Okay, uh, death stroke. Oh, yeah, they could do death stroke. Yeah, killer moth, killer moth, Solomon Grundy. Oh, man, that's I think that I think he will work better with a Dr. Fate movie, yeah. You were better with Dr. Fate. But yeah, let me cool. ask you guys this. Who do you think the Riddler was talking to? Oh, the Joker. The Joker? Definitely. Yeah. They, they, they've okay. said there was. A, Have they said that? There's a cut scene. Yeah. There's a cut scene that he might show up on the thing of where Batman goes to talk to the Joker, like Hannibal Lecter, oh, to really? try to get clues for the Riddler, but they ended up cutting it out. The actor is from the Eternals. Yeah, he's the yes, guy who yeah. might control. Okay. Is it? Yeah, because I saw him on uh, IMDb, but it just says un. That's because it's inmate. That's what he's cast at. But oh, it's, okay, it's, yeah. it is. It is clear. Okay. Hmm. So, but so it, that's that. That brings up a good. That brings up a point. So, so in this universe, is Joker already Joker? Yeah. How did he get in? Arkham Asylum. He got him Arkham Asylum before Riddler. Yeah, I'm. I'm guessing that there's there there is an implied backstory that it was probably Batman's first villain. Hmm. And I don't know what they're going to do with this next sequel, but I feel like I don't think it's going to be the Joker in the second one. I think they'll save the Joker for the last one that they do. I don't know if they're going to do a trilogy or what. Right. <sighs> See, this would be oh, see, because you know, I think they're still going to work in the angle of Penguin trying to take over the underground. So maybe, I mean, Black Mask was in Birds of Prey, but that would have been cool. They they're not going to do Scarecrow. Like, who else would they do? See, I was kind of thinking it was it was uh, the Trickster or somebody like that because the way his hair looks, his hair. No, looks oh no, no, that's crazy. no, that's that's definitely Joker. Yeah. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Tricks yeah, like never... kind of some Tricks... kind of aesthetics and stuff like that. Like look the like... smile looked weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought too. Like just to, they, you know, the they're end. probably going with the Joker in like the video games. Have you ever seen the Joker in the like the Batman video games, like Arkham Asylum or something like that? His yeah. skin and everything. So I think that's what they're kind of going for. Um, but yeah, I don't know who that villain would be if it's not going to be Joker in the second one. Like who would? 
would they would they you think they would do a Rajah ghoul even though that's like the Batman begin that's like the Christopher I'm, just, I'm thinking they're probably going to not not do Rajah ghoul for this one I don't think no I, I'm thinking because it seems it seems like everything seems to be more uh, procedural yeah. So I can I can see them doing the Joker. I could see them doing like. I mean, if they do Black Mask, it would make sense because you know trying to get a piece of the city. Yeah, yeah, that would and that would be pretty cool if they did that. I think. Yeah, that I could I could see that. They really can't do. They really can't do Two Face. They could do Hush. Yeah, because I mean, there's kind of references to kind of hush, kind of like, and yeah, you know, because in the animated movie, wasn't it? It was Riddler was hush, but yeah, the comic well, it, yeah, in the con- in the comic, the Riddler was the mastermind behind hush. Yeah, that and that was where uh, oh, the ventriloquist. That would be pretty. Because you could that make could, that scary. Oh, yeah. You could totally make that so creepy. You could totally make that so creepy. You could make the Mad Hatter creepy. You could yeah. make Ventriloquist. I don't think they would go as sci-fi as Clayface. No. Professor Pig could be another one. I think they, I think they should do the Ventriloquist. I think that would be really... <laughs> That would that would be a d- totally different take. <laughs> it's it's the difficult thing with with Batman is some of his villains are so not realistic, but yeah. every time they try to portray him, they are portraying him more and more realistic. Right, right. So it's it's hard to do a poison ivy without getting into you know yeah. sci fi territory. Scarecrow too, I guess we could. I don't really. Uh, so, but. I would argue Batman Begins does the Scarecrow really well. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. But like you're saying, too, like how they're making it so realistic. That's why I almost feel like they almost got to like kind of take that back a little bit and kind of get, you know, make it. It is a comic book it, it, movie. Yeah, I know, but know. it feels like this universe is separate from the rest of the DC oh, universe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On the, and I'm not like this. I think they've already set the theme for these. Like, if, I'm assuming there's going to be three movies, but I'm saying like the next trilogy that comes after that, or if they come out with another like yeah. another set of movies or something like that, maybe because I kind of liked, I didn't like what they did with Ben Affleck's Batman, but I liked the way he kind of looked. Like he had a cool look to him. Yeah, and he felt very you know, Frank Miller. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. I think that's probably the most comic book looking. That was my favorite part of BVS DOJ. <laughs> <laughs> but I also like Henry Henry Cavill as S. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I just mm. I don't think nah. he hasn't been given the right script. Yeah, it's just yeah. yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is with me with him. I I, I just well, I, I like him as an actor. I I just yeah. It's, it's. Uh, he he. I referred to him as emo Superman. So I just okay. I like him as an actor. I, I really do. But yeah, but I don't think I don't think it's his fault that he's emo Superman. Uh, <laughs> I think yeah. it's the 
I really think Brandon Routh was the emo Superman. I mean, he stared outside your window and thought about old times. (laughs) (laughs) That's a Superman that was was never, never really given an opportunity. No. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that if you had a director who cared enough about the character of Superman to make an actual Superman movie instead of a movie about a person with Superman's powers, which is all they seem to make. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, it feels like they hire great big directors who aren't actually comic book fans. Who yeah. Do these like, movies like that. What is it? All, all star Superman. Grant Morrison. That was an amazing story. I, they they should like literally just take that and make it a movie, right? Yeah, and that there's our Superman movie, I think, because mm. because that that's probably the be- one of the best Superman stories. They ever retold ever. Superman's origin in four panels, and that was all you needed. Yeah, everybody <laughs> knows it. Everybody yeah. knows it. <laughs> they don't need to this to have a whole yeah. Wow. So do we have anything else to say about the Batman? Uh, yes, this is going to be a 12 hour podcast <laughs> yeah. about the Batman. This is this is part one of our <laughs> expanding first, infinite part series yeah. on the beauty of Matt Reeves, the Batman. The first 12 hours. Exactly. <laughs> Volume one. <laughs> Volume one. So, so we think atmosphere really plays an element in this Batman movie. Yeah, the, God, dark, Gotham, the darkness Gotham, is like its own character. Gotham is its own character in this. Yeah, Gotham, I would say that for sure. Yeah. On a scale of zero to five Ben Afflecks, what would you give this? <laughs> now we're saying the five Ben Afflecks is the, the superior rating, right? No, it's a, it would, a zero is better. Zero. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> On a scale of one to five, Edward Collins. Okay. Sparkly vampires. What would you give this movie? Oh, am I going first? Uh, yeah, because I think Rick is yeah. too far into thought. Yeah. Okay. Um, I am going to give it. Oh, I'm going to give it four and a half stars. Four and a half. What do you say? I, I I think I have to go the four and a half stars. Also, I think it's so close to being like the perfect Batman movie, but there's just a few things here and there. But And, and, and hear me out. Hear me out. Because if you're asking me about Dark Knight, I would give Dark Knight four stars. Okay. What would you give Batman Begins? That one, I see, I think I would give that four four and a quarter. <laughs> I, like I said, I'm like for some reason Batman Begins resonate me resonate with me more than than Dark Knight. Even though I I think I think Heath Ledger and the villain was way better than uh, Rajon Ghul for the most part. It just for some reason Batman Begins just resonate with me more. 
I think I'm going to go 4.75 since we've added quarter stars. <laughs> uh, I'll go 4.75. It is, I, 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 it is an incredibly enjoyable movie where the supporting cast is almost as good as the main actor. And it's just a really, I mean, or, or, or probably a, a bigger there, appeal. There, there are no bad actors in that. No, movie. no. And the cinematography is so beautiful. And I'm only going five because I have faith that the sequel will be perfect. Exactly. That's where I, I was. I can, I can see that. I can definitely see how the sequel might, might be better. I mean, it's good. It's no BVS DOJ. This is this is true, and that's why I'm giving it four point seven five stars. Yeah. It is no he keeps he keeps. You know what? It's so funny that you could go back to some of our earlier podcasts and the way we talk about that movie. Yes, it indeed. still resonates. Well, you you two like truly hate that movie. I I I am completely neutral on its existence. I forget that it exists. But I know, I know that if I mention it, it will strike a chord that hurts you in your souls. So I do it yeah. all the time. I'm like, I am like the Ben Affleck on your shoulder. <laughs> oh man, I get. I guess uh, I don't. Do we have anything else to say about the Batman? No, no. I think. I mean, I think. yes, but not podcast worthy. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I guess that's it. All right. So you can check us out on our website at allofmyissues.com. Uh, you can listen to us on your favorite places where you listen to podcasts like uh, uh, Google Play and the uh, Apple iTunes and wherever you listen to your podcast and check us out. We're on Facebook. All right. All right. Sounds good. All right. Thanks. Bye. Later.